Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Hey! The one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. You already know what's coming up when you got a little Willie Nelson playing you in here on your Monday. What's up, everybody? Hope you had a phenomenal weekend. And uh, the week that we anticipate all year. It is finally here. Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Missing in the first hour of the show, the Montana Football Hour, presented by Stockman Bank, the Advocates, and Blackfoot Communications. Talked our way about all the way around the weekend that was in both high school and college football around the state of Montana and gave you a preview of some of the key matchups between Montana and Montana State. The rivalry returns for the 121st time. You can find everything from the first hour of today's Nuanas Now on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. No matter which side of the rivalry you're on, go get geared up before the big showdown in Bozeman on Saturday. The M Store, new location right downtown here uh, in the heart of Missoula, Broadway and Higgins, where they're all grizz all the time in the Montana State Bookstore. Get you all your Bobcat gear before the game. So no matter which side of the rivalry you're on, go get uh, geared up before the game. Thanks to those presenting sponsors for bringing us the Nuanas Now podcast uh, each week. Also, if you need a place to watch the game on Saturday, maybe you're not making it over to Bozeman, head on down to the Silver Slipper. They have drink specials every day, 20 kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. Nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team at the Slipper. It's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. Hour number two, a fun one, the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, Marty Morinweg, in studio with us. Coach, you got all your gear on. You got Columbia, you got Carroll. How about the Fighting Saints into the playoffs, the only team out of the Frontier Conference? I was actually surprised by that, but your son coaching at Carroll, and good for them. They got a big win over the weekend to uh, get into the playoffs, so cool for Carroll. Congratulations, Carroll College Saints. They're off to Iowa for the playoff game, playing the number two or three team in the country that's like something like 11-0. and So they've got their work cut out for them, but you go in with a certain mentality, I wouldn't be surprised to see them pull it off. Well, the Frontier this year, too, was uh, they beat each other up. And it was pretty much, besides Montana State Northern is really going through a rebuild with Jerome Sowers, but everybody else, pretty good. And I, I think that it actually hurt the league because they had three other teams in the top 25, and those teams all got left out. So good for Carroll College, but I also thought Frontier got a little, little snubbed. Yeah, well, Carroll, I will tell you this. This is what I saw from afar. Carroll College. Coach Purcells, he did a hell of a job because they got better, it looked like. Every week, just a little bit better. Other yep. teams sort of leveled off. So they came back and beat a team, the College of Idaho, that had beat them earlier in the year, and they beat them like 21-6. Uh, to 6. So it wasn't like uh, one of those uh, uh, pull-it-off-at-the-end type of things. And then, and then Columbia 
wins two in a row. They beat Harvard at Harvard, and then they beat Brown at Brown. So hopefully they can uh, kick their season off right at the end with a, with a win right at the end of the season. The Monday Afternoon Quarterback is presented in part by Front Street Pizza. Front Street Pizza has delicious, traditionally sourced pizza. We give you an opportunity to win a free pizza from Front Street Pizza every Friday here on Nuanas Now. But any day of the week is a great day for some Front Street Pizza. It's right there on Front Street below Rome Student Housing across from the old public library. Delicious pizza pies. Go check out all their various offerings online. You can also get pizza by the slice or full pizzas. Appreciate Front Street Pizza for all their support of what we got going on here uh, at ESPN Radio. Uh, all right, Coach, let's uh, talk about the rivalry first and foremost. Um, let's talk about the weekend that was. The Grizz ran rough shot again. Uh, where are we at with what we've seen from them offensively? Because I think it's kind of been hard to gauge because, on one hand, I do think they've made some really discernible improvements on offense, for sure. They've also been playing two of the worst defenses in the country. So where are we at with what the Grizz have done here in November? Well, Lucas Johnson back. Everything sort of goes through him. He opens up other things for the rest of the skill guys. And then it looks like the Montana Grizzlies consciously are looking to Osmo to be their bell cow down the stretch and into the playoffs. And I think that's probably a pretty good move. Now, it could have been due to injury and all these sure. other things. You know, but but that's what's happened. And I think it was a little bit of a conscious choice. And he is a tackle breaker. He's always getting extra yards. And then Lucas Johnson's underrated as a quarterback. I sure hope that he's healthy for Saturday's ball game. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting because you're right. I think some of the other running backs being uh, banged up and or like Marcus Knight just, just piecing out saying, I- I'm good. Uh, it's opened up an opportunity for Osmo to be the feature back. But I also do think he has himself improved and emerged where that was probably going to be the case anyways. When we talk about this inside the zone blocking scheme that the Grizz run, there's an element to having a hot hand back there, right? I mean, the, yeah. if a kid can get in the rhythm, that's important, right? Yeah, and they're, look, there's not much to the scheme. They totally. they put some read option type of situation involved in this scheme. But uh, if you can get a guy like Osmo that can jump cut just a little bit and has got great feel of small lanes and can pop through them or, and or power through them, which he does more than occasionally, he's always getting that extra two or three yards. And then he's got the ability to break one or two tackles and hit his head on the goalpost. They also uh, started using the tight end a little bit more. Uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> I've been screaming and yelling about throw the ball to the tight end, and they, they threw the ball to the big tight end on Saturday. Hey, the tight end will open things up. You know, you and I have talked about it before, but it, just that tight end, the ghost tight end, that area right there in the middle of the field, 15 yards deep, that little rectangle, if you can dominate that part of the area, you typically will win the game, whether you're on offense or defense. And who's in there quite a little bit. You can put anybody in there, right? But the tight end's almost always in that little area. And the ball is in the air for a shorter amount of time. The reads, you're reading linebackers, for goodness sake. Some guy with number 57, it's not like you're reading a guy with not like number 28, right. you know, who's got got a little hips and, you know, bump button runs a 4-4. No, these guys. So so all of those things combined get the tight end involved 
early and often throughout a game, and it opens up so much other stuff for the other fellas. Well, speaking of Nick Osmo, uh, because this football game on Saturday in Missoula, which was a 63-7 to victory by Montana over Eastern Washington, uh, it was 28 nothing uh, basically before the second quarter even started. I mean, it was pretty much all over but the crying pretty early on. And Osmo, though, had uh, four touchdowns in the first half. And so I started reading the Montana record book, and I started reading the old media guides, and I stumbled upon a guy I actually had no idea about, Greg Iceman. Why do you have no idea How, right? about... I know, totally, because I, I, I've i learned about the 82 uh, Big Sky Champions from you, who are the quarterback of that team for Montana. My great friend Brian Salonen was on that team as well. I mean, there's a bunch of guys from that team that are still around about town. I don't know how I had ever missed the memo. I mean, it sounds like Greg Iceman was a great player. Well, maybe a oh, great player. We call him the Iceman. I love right? it. Right? And he earned that sort of little nickname. This guy. Okay. So you want me to, you want the whole story, right? Junior oh, yeah. college in Kansas, right? He's the Coffeeville block- JC, I think. Yeah, that's right. So he's the blocking back for Mike Rogier. Who went on to great fame at Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, he was a big time back. So he's a blocking back. We get him up here as sort of a fullback type guy. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're giving it to him on occasion, and he's running better than any halfback we have. So he became our halfback very quickly, and then rock and roll. I mean, this guy, this guy could run the football. You talk about getting extra yards, almost always. You talk about making a guy miss. If he could do it either way, run through you. Uh, 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 or work around you, and the guy had deceptive speed. He could catch the We blew Idaho out there at home at Dorm Blazer, and I remember I pumped him, pumped him, and he's in the flat. Boom, he turns it up, catches one deep down the field for a touchdown. I mean, this guy was and, – and here's why you probably haven't heard of him, right? He's got his, like, geology degree yeah. and then disappeared to the mm. state of Oklahoma mm-hmm. to go do his deal over there, yeah. you know. And, you know, I think they kind of know where oil is now. For sure. They just don't know how much. Sure. You know, so I, I think that's what he kind of does over there in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, I just I, – I was happy to learn about him, and we won't forget him now, but, I mean, he was – He's a 1,000-yard back, 10-plus touchdowns. But the reason I stumbled upon him is he has the single-game record still to this day, 40 40 years later, for touchdowns in a single game. He had four rushing and one receiving touchdown against Weaver State, 1982. Yeah, we kicked the hell out of him that day. You know, (laughs) I mean, it was all Greg Eisman. I had a little little problem with my shoulder that day, but I I could push the ball a little bit. But uh, Greg Eisman... Took the bull by the horns that day and scored five touchdowns. What a fabulous player he was. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's the Monday Afternoon Quarterback, presented in part by Rome Student Housing. Rome Student Housing has all sorts of housing options for your student. They have Wi-Fi, high-speed internet, and uh, more than 100 channels of cable television, including the NFL Network, which is pretty darn good. Uh, they're at the units. They also have studio, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, four-bedroom apartment options for your uh, incoming, aspiring, or current student. They also have an activity room with all sorts of gaming stations, and it's right next to the University of Montana campus. So go check out Rome Student Housing, great place for your student or prospective student at the University of Montana to make home. Okay, so what do you make of this? What, what do you think of the element of momentum coming into this current Bobcat Grizz game because you have two teams that are rolling. I mean, the Cats haven't lost since 
mid-September. And the Grizz, they they stubbed their toe, but they got back in a big way. I mean, 120 to seven, pretty good statement these last two weeks by Bobby Oxker. So, what do you see this this uh, collision course? Well, it, you just said it. It is going to be a collision. Two trains in the night meeting. These are two excellent football teams. Two of the best teams in the country, and they're going head on Saturday in Bozeman. Now, what with with uh, college game day there as well. Both teams have momentum. So both teams are running downhill and with the wind, right? And not only does Montana uh, sort of have redemption from that 114-yard de- debacle, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah. All right. So so they've recovered from that. They got, but the defense, the defense is playing outstanding. The front, se- the secondary. I mean, it is just a whiplash on some of these offensive teams. So I would expect. You you, you want to know what I expect, right? I expect the Grizz defense, they may not completely stop Montana State's running game, right? Sure. But if they slow it down and minimize the big plays in the run game, they're going to get, oh, you know, one or two, let's just say, yeah. right? If they can do that and then be very precision-oriented on offense, and when you get down to the red zone, you better pump the thing in, that's how the Grizzlies will win because their offense is going against a Montana State defense that is not near the defense that they were in the past couple years. That's right. They lost too many people to graduation. The one good thing Montana State's defense is doing is creating turnovers. That's right. So if you if you win the turnover ratio, you know, right, you've got an excellent chance of winning this ballgame. That's the most fascinating part is because we can make football so complicated, and football is so complicated, but you talk about what the actual – defining factors for each of these teams are. When Montana gains and carries the momentum early throughout the game, they roll. The Cats, it's as easy as this. If they outrush you and turn the ball over less than you, they're going to win. But it really does come down to that. If the Cats force some turnovers, win the takeaway battle, advantage Montana State. If Montana, though, can rough up the Cats a little bit, force some turnovers, make Tommy Mallott or anybody else on that offense make mistakes, now all of a sudden, the Cats are behind the eight ball big time. Their formula is very simple. They do it so well, but if they can, if they get untracked, I don't know. I don't actually even know how this team plays when they're untracked because they just got whipped at Oregon State. Besides that, they've won the turnover battle and outrushed everybody, so it's been you know right. 9-0. Perfect formula has worked every single week this year. Yeah, and who else have they played, though? Uh, you, you know, That's right. That's I mean, right. they played well, Weber pretty good, and that's yep. about it, right? Yep. Uh, you know, so we'll see. This is going to be a fascinating type game with all the emotions and two really good football teams, two playoff type football teams. So the touchdown, Tommy Mallott, you know, he was in my camp, uh, you know, my quarterback school for yeah. a couple years. Uh, and so I kind of root for him just a little bit. Uh, but what will happen if Montana can slow their running game down? Does Montana State. Do they get a little frustrated? Do they start twitching? Do they sort of start playing out of character? I think that's one of the biggest factors in this game. Can they? They're they're rushing for like 318 yards a game. Are you kidding me? It's amazing, and th- this is with nothing but sophomores on the offensive line. They lost their starting right tackle for the year earlier this year. They're all American running backs out. Their San Diego State transfer they brought in is out. It's just, it's incredible. They can put anybody. I mean, on Saturday, they played 
with a backup wide receiver and a walk-on freshman at running back, and they set the school record for rushing yards in a game. It's incredible. Yeah, the they were on the playing ball. a team that doesn't like to tackle. That's uh, for you sure, know, man. I mean, they play that team, and then the Montana's played two teams that uh, don't like to tackle either. I mean, so, can you imagine? Cal Poly gave up almost 1,000 yards rushing in the last two weeks, Coach. <laughs> I mean, you talk about not having a lot of pride left in the season. Jeez. Yeah, and I'm not sure it's pride either. I mean, some of these guys... They're overmatched. Just overmatched. They're overmatched. And then for it sure. looks, it sort of looks like, you know, they're, they're it's a give up thing. But sure. in reality, I think some of these young men at these Eastern Washington looked just as bad or worse. Well, for sure. Right? And Cal Poly, the, some of these players are putting on the field, just are too overmatched by the Grizz and Montana State. Well, uh, last note for you on this before we get into some NFL. You, you mentioned your camp, uh, Coach Marty's quarterback camp every summer is a great. Uh, event. I always love the get together. I always love the the post game party too. It's always a fun time uh, with the Morning Way crew. But uh, we've talked about a lot of these guys that have gone to your camp uh, over the last couple of years. And uh, one young man who we talked about a little bit, but hasn't got as much shine, is Kellen McClure, the kid from Mission High School out of St. Yes. Ignatius. What a season he's yeah, having. I know. We we, we, we were kind of all talking afterwards. We're like, man, all these quarterbacks are pretty good. We're like, man, that kid from Mission is pretty smooth, man. Look at the Bulldogs. They're into the state championship game. He's been awesome. So yeah, we talked about him a little we, while we back. Did. We did. And this kid, I really like the kid. He's a little undersized right now, but the kid's got instincts and he can throw the football. He's, he's smooth, a, too, right? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's real smooth. smooth. He's, he's a football player. He's a quarterback. He knows he's got a good, really good coach, a nephew of one of my ex-teammates, Carson. Uh, you know, and so they got to roll it. And Tim Rulier, stage name Tim Ryan, right? So he keeps me updated on that group right there because that's where he went to high school. So I'm all over that one. I love it. Good afternoon, quarterback, with Coach Marty. Marty Mornenweg in studio with us here uh, on Nuanas Now. The Monday afternoon quarterback is presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash, man, it's so efficient. You can get your rig done like that. I Sometimes I get my car washed, like, seriously, 10 minutes before the show. Boom, four minutes in and out. They buff you all up. It's awesome. Keep the undercarriage of your car clean all winter long. Dazzler's Car Wash right next door to us here on Radio Way right off of North Reserve. You want some Dazzler's Car Wash for free? $50 gift card for you right now. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. Call number four. We got a free $50 gift card for you to Dazzler's Car Wash. Also, visit Dazzler's Car Wash on their Facebook page. If you like and share their latest contest, you're going to be entered for a couple tickets to a Las Vegas Raiders game. December 4th, the Chargers coming to town. So call us right now, 406-888-1029 for an opportunity for a gift card and go share that Facebook post to get entered for some free NFL tickets. Speaking of the NFL, some key storylines, some key stories, and some cheers and jeers coming out of the latest NFL weekend. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. 
for unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. This is Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I love when the listeners swing by. I love when you guys are paying attention. Uh, this was cool. One of our uh, listeners, Pat, he swung by earlier and he gave me this this book, The Magic of Lifting Weights. He said it made me it made him think of me and he said he thought it could really help out with uh, my life. So cool. I love when people pay attention. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for the gift. And uh, I'll definitely be uh, checking this out. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coming to you live from the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and happy to say so. One of the greatest times of the year at State Championship Week across the state of Montana. Got the rivalry game between Montana and Montana State. We also got high school football state championships at all the classifications here this upcoming weekend. So it should be pretty fun. We have all sorts of fun interviews and content for you planned on those notes throughout the rest of the week. But... We don't live under a rock. We know that you have a, a broad attention span for sports. It's a great time of year in the NFL as well. So Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty rolls on. Marty Morningweg in studio with us. Coach, uh, a couple broad questions about the NFL first before we get into the specific results from yesterday. The, the league, the way they schedule now, and this is not that new, but it's all about TV and it's all about you know getting as many eyes as you possibly can. But some of the stuff, some of the scheduling stuff is, has been scrutinized quite a bit, specifically Thursday night football and specifically playing on the other side of the ocean. Every time Thursday night football comes on the TV, I, I'm just, I mean, I'm not even playing football. I'm just in the media role of football. Every time Thursday night football comes on, I'm like, God dang, there's football on again? Like, didn't I just watch these guys play? How hard is it preparing for Thursday night football games? I'll tell you, okay, two things come to mind. First, it's once a year. And it's prime time. Right, right. So that's, 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 that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. However, the negative part is the guys are still sore on Wednesday now right. after playing Sunday, especially the big guys, you know, the For guys sure. up front. I mean, they're still sore on Wednesday. So the preparation part is sped up. I, you know, typically I'll give them the whole game plan. I usually break it up into three sections. Give them some on Wednesday, some on Thursday, some on Friday. And then wrap it up on Saturday morning. With a Thursday night game, the whole game plan is done by the time the players get in on Tuesday. And then typically, you're not doing anything full speed. Right. It's a bunch of walkthroughs, and you rely on offseason, training camp, and all those practices uh, to get it rock, rocking and rolling on Thursday night. On the road, it used to be like, Low 70% that the home team wins. So then they went more regional. Right. To even that thing up. Make it shorter travel. Yeah, a little shorter travel. So uh, now, it's once a year, it is prime time. But the fellow, and they love prime time now. Everybody loves prime time. For sure. Right? Coaches, players, uh, fans, announcer, everybody loves it. Right? So 
Uh, once a year, I think, is okay. Um, and then typically you'll have a, a Monday night game and a Sunday night game or two on, on prime time. So uh, the bodies is what everybody is concerned about. What do you think of these new games in London and I guess this last weekend even in Munich in Germany? Those are double hard just because so many time zones you're crossing. Uh, I remember the the great uh, Tom Moore, who's still, I believe, uh, uh, an offensive assistant or analyst. I mean, I feel like the guy's been, he's been coaching since Johnny Unitas played. Oh, right? he has for, almost. For sure, man. I mean, I mean it's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I, the Terry Bradshaw days in Pittsburgh. For sure. So, I mean, to say you coached Terry Bradshaw and Peyton Manning, he's pretty good. I think he yeah. had a pretty good career yeah, at that point. Yeah, and, and, and so he... He told me they went over one time before I had ever gone over. It was many years ago. And he said, it took us three weeks to get our hand and ball and eye and the ball skills back. And I'm going, no, Tom, come on. He's going, trust me, it took our fellows three weeks to get back on track. And I'm going, wow, now maybe that was a little bit of an over-exaggeration. But it is quite a chore going over, playing, and coming back. That's why typically you have a bye week. After that, nowadays, and it right. used to be you could choose. And while I was on a team, we went to London and chose to have the bye week, not that week, this the upcoming, but the week after that. Mm. I'm not sure that worked. Yeah, interesting. Last scheduling question. What did you think of the addition of the, the 17th game? Yeah, so the three preseason games I think is good, right? And the only exception is some young college free agent gets one game less, and let's say maybe it's half a game. Right. You know, in that fourth preseason game to sort of show his stuff. All right. So so I like that, the, the three. And then the 17 regular season games, I mean, it was a marathon with 16. Right. Right? And now you add a regular season game, It I guarantee you it feels way longer than 16, even though you took a preseason game player. Because right? totally. regular season game, way different. Way different, yeah. right. Totally. It's also interesting the way it plays out with how the records stand because you mm-hmm. used to be able to go 500 in the league. Now you can't. Right. And the difference between, you know, it is a difference, right? I mean, yeah. 7 and 9 is different than 7 and 10, or 10 and 7 is different than 9 and, right. you know, 8 and 8 like it used yeah. to be. 9 and 8. I mean, I've never heard of this <laughs> right. until, like, what, one year ago. I know. So, uh, or eight nine or something. So yeah, it is a little bit different. A little bit different analytics on how you get to the playoffs. Right. So you want to win the Super Bowl. That's what everybody's in it for. Sure. How do you do that? Dominate your division. That's first, right? Then get into the playoffs somehow if you can't do that. And then because it's a single elimination, if you're the hottest team and you're playing at a high level and you got most of the fellows healthy, you've got a chance. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, Marty Mornoweg, in studio with us here on Nuanas Now. It's presented in part by Front Street Pizza. Front Street Pizza located down there on Front Street, right below Rome Student Housing, across from the old public library, just up from the new public library. Get pizza by the slice, pizza by the pie, try the garlic knots. It's an awesome place, one of my favorite pizzas in all of the Garden City. When it, this time of year, too, is when the attrition starts to, to sneak in, right? You got guys that are hurt for a short term, guys that are hurt for a long term. It's all a moving target. How tough is it this time of year? Because especially if you do have playoff aspirations, right? No. You're th- sitting here thinking, okay, we're going to get this guy back in two weeks, this guy back in three weeks. How do you navigate sort of game planning and, and sort of treading water when you are banged up? It is a day-to-day situation. The personnel is key. If you're a deep team at most positions, you've got a little bit better chance. If you're not, 
you're grabbing guys. They're good players, but they're on the street. They're on the street right, for a right, reason, right? Right. So you bring them and you're training and train. The individual position coaches become big right about this time of the year because they may have to be training new people. They may have to be uh, making sure a rookie is ready to go and hadn't played yet. All of those things come into it. If you have too many injuries at key positions, you're not. You may. You may not get. Uh, keep getting better. You may level off or even go downhill just a little bit. The teams that typically will win the Super Bowl are teams that are getting better from this point on, playing playing your very best down the stretch and into the playoffs. You know, it's kind of crazy. We're sort of tying the college season up. Sure. You know, right. we're on the last. I know, and they're halfway through the NFL. It's halfway through. I know. Yeah. It is That's crazy. how marathon season it is. You know, I always looked at the college, right? I coached 10 years in college. Now it's been more than a quarter of a century, you know. But, but you know, the NFL, it's a marathon season. Well, in college, it's about half that long. But then the other half is filled with travel, recruiting, that type of thing. And so uh, that's what the college coaches are doing, where in the NFL, we would play a marathon season and immediately get right on to NFL uh, uh, free agent possibilities and then shortly thereafter the draft. The other thing that's so interesting, too, is that uh, in the NFL, the weather plays a way bigger factor than I think people give it credit for. And so many of the best, there's not even so many of the best, just so many teams, period, play outside in, in bad weather places. So the bad weather, as the seasons continue to go along, it, it plays a huge factor, right? Absolutely. I mean, Green, Green Bay and Buffalo, places like yeah. that. I mean, it's not, not even colder anywhere in the world than it is at those places in the winter. Well, you Brett Favre from Mississippi, one of the greatest cold-weather players <laughs> totally. ever. I mean, his record with a temperature under, like, 32 is, like, amazingly good. And he just had the big hands. He was a hell of a player. I think good teams win in cold weather. I, I think healthy teams win in cold weather. But it it is amazing. So the... The, the dome teams, I studied this hard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams were the first dome team, I believe, ever to win a Super Bowl. Right? Back when they did it in okay. 2000, yeah. All right. Well, they had Maybe home, 99. Yeah, so they had home field advantage the whole way through. Yeah. You, you need to get that. Because those dome teams, they go to like Green Bay or somewhere like this, Buffalo. So no chance. Right. You know, so they better get that home field advantage through the playoffs if they want to win a Super Bowl. Marty Bornway again, studio with us, 25-plus years in the NFL. What was the coldest game you ever coached in? Do you remember? I think it was Green Bay in 1996 in Green Bay, uh, playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers. And probably temperature-wise, it was not near the coldest. But it was cold, and it had rained, and it was kind of sleety, and it was colder than bleep. (laughs) Now, the next week, we played... The NFC Championship game at home, and the temperature was way lower, but it was clear and dry, which made it a little bit more comfortable, right? You, those, those NFL players, they become pretty comfortable in an uncomfortable situation, right, with the cold. It's, it's much of a metal. It's changed a little bit as well. Heated benches, heaters on the sideline, those type of things. But then you step on the field, you know, and the hands still freeze and all those things. And the, the snot freezes, you know, dripping from your nose, freezes on your mustache. It's a messy sight on occasion. Last broad question about the NFL here before we uh, get into some uh, specific teams and results from this last weekend. We were sort of uh, criticizing the Indianapolis Colts 
for hiring a guy straight out the studio, and then they went and won. So, but sometimes you kind of see that it's it's the sustained juice that a, a coaching change. It, where you really got to analyze, right? I mean, sometimes you see teams play above their head just because of a new voice that first time out. But Jeff Saturday gets his first win uh, right off the ESPN booth, basically. Yeah, so so that happens in basketball and hockey and these type of things. Happens uh, quite often where you pull a guy out, out of the booth. Uh, I like Jeff Saturday, right? So uh, And I hope he does well. So here's what typically happens, Coulter, when you make a coaching change. Yeah, The team either gets some juice for a couple weeks, right? And, and, and then they go back down to about the mean. Or they take it, and then at some point they go back up to the mean. That's usually what happens. So is this a Jeff Saturday giving the team some juice? And they win, what, 25-20, right, in a tough, mm-hmm. hard-fought game. Will it be sustainable like you said? Is this the one that works? Because it usually doesn't work. This man has no experience, Right. But is he more of a figurehead? Sure. And a lot. That team was better than their record, too. So it's not that's a right, bad that's team. Right, that's right. It's a pretty that's good right. team, right? And and I think they hired him to kind of straighten out the line because they were underachieving up front on offense. And they put the, the, the great Matt Ryan back in at quarterback, which I think was pretty smart. I yeah. Mean, if you want to actually win games. Well, I think there was a lot of meddling there on the front office part, too, because there was all the reports that basically Matt Ryan and the front office had made a mutual decision that Matt Ryan was going to step away, and then they made him start the kid from Texas, and then they lose the kid from Texas, and they fire Frank Reich, and then they say, Jeff Saturday, you can play wherever you want. I think Frank Reich got a raw deal, but that's a we digress. That's a different story. Frank's a good coach, and we'll see if this Jeff Saturday is a good coach with no experience. Cheers and jeers from around the NFL, plus Monday Night Football. Eagles, 11.5-point favorites. Crazy. We'll talk that next. Keep it right here, Monday afternoon. Quarterback with Coach Marty. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M-Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M-Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M-Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M-Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Radio. It's amazing how here now in 2022 we've had the uh, the Highwaymen rebranded. There's the Highway Women now, Brandy Carlisle's group, which is, uh, by the way, phenomenal musicians. I went to I'm close to 20 concerts this last calendar year, and uh, great job by uh, Log Jam Presents for bringing so much good music to town. But I thought Yola at the Wilma was probably my pleasant surprise of the entire 2022. She's part of the Highway Women as well. But if you tune in to our sister stations, 103.3 The Trail and 104.5 The U, they got some passes going right now to the uh, Brandy Carlisle and the Highway Women at the Gorge this next summer. That sounds like the best time ever. So uh, if you ever do change the channel, you're allowed to change it to 103.3 The Trail or 104.5 The U. You are listening to 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Or maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're streaming on the ESPN MT app. It's the Monday Afternoon Quarterback, presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Go find Dazzler's on Facebook. If you share and like their most recent contest giveaway post, they are giving away a pair of tickets to the Las Vegas Raiders-Los Angeles Chargers game. 
December 4th from Sin City. So just go follow him on Facebook and share the post and uh, get all entered. And if you need a place to get your rig washed, come on over to Dazzler's Car Wash just right next door to us here on Radio Way uh, on uh, Out North Reserve here uh, in Missoula. Some cheers and jeers from across the NFL this uh, last week. I'm Marty Mornowig joining me here on the Monday Afternoon Quarterback. Uh, Coach, all-time classic in Buffalo yesterday. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, the Vikings were uh, left for dead multiple times. Kirk Cousins is falling over on the goal line. He's They're fumbling in the end zone. The spot was terrible. Whatever. Then they get it back and they score, and then they, all of a sudden it goes overtime. You think they're going to miss it, and uh, they didn't. Uh, somehow Minnesota comes out on top. And I know I've been hemming and hawing and being doubters of the Vikings, even though they keep piling up wins. I think Buffalo. I, I thought Buffalo's best team in the NFL coming into the year. You go on the road, win the Bills, and now you're eight and one. You, you have to be considered a contender. You're the real deal if you're the Minnesota Vikings. I agree with you. I thought that the Minnesota Vikings were overachieving just a little bit. I'm changing my mind. I think they're a hell of a team. I think they're a big threat there in the NFC. And let's see if because some teams start out hot, sure, right. And then they're not playing their best down the stretch. Let's see if they can play even better down the stretch because other teams will be playing better. The Niners, for example, I think they're a good football team. For sure. And they showed it, uh, you know, the other day. Well, the Niners have so much star power, right? I mean, if you got the per- – the, the problem the Niners have had over the last couple of years is they get banged up. And yeah. their stars are so great that when you lose those guys, it hurts you so much. But if you can roll out an offense that has – George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel on it. I mean, that's, good luck. That's some skill and ability there. I do concern myself just a little bit with Jimmy. He's a Jimmy winner. Garoppolo, for sure. He's a winner. He wins a lot of games and all that. How, how are they going to be if they don't get the big plays? Sure. Right? So, so big plays. You expect them. Well, you can't rely on them because there will be a game or two coming up that you're not going to get. Somebody is going to just simply take away all the big plays. The, the thing, I, the last question I have about the Vikings is this. Part of the reason that they continue to win at such a high level is that Justin Jefferson is dominating the league. I mean, he, he's, yeah. he is, he's having an unbelievable year. I'm just so interested to see, though, the teams are going to continue to focus on him. Once somebody finds a way to crack the code, then how do they respond? Because as of right now, he's doing whatever he wants, but that's not going to last forever. This is a classic example of some teams overvaluing or overestimating the ability of their own. Sure. Right? Oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, we'll be fine. We've right. got a pretty good corner. You know, yeah, right. we've got a exactly. pretty good nickel. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, this guy's a special dude. <laughs> right. right? So double him. Right, right? And, and, and at certain points, sure, you know when it's sure. when it's important. So, so like Gronk, right? Double him, right, right, right. And so, uh, I'm surprised that teams haven't done this. Now, I do think Minnesota does a pretty good job—not a great job, but a pretty good job—of moving them around just a little bit. What makes it more difficult schematically to consistently do that to them? But you have to find a way, uh, and it might be just a match. And help, right? So a match, I mean, your best cover man, bump and run with always help over the top. That's the way, one way you can take a man like Justin Jefferson out of the game. Cheers and cheers here on the Monday afternoon quarterback. We already talked about Jimmy G, and, you know, he just keeps winning, and he's so funny about it. I think that he cares less 
what the rest of the world is talking about him, and I think that's what's kept him in. I think that's why he keeps being able to succeed. I thought that uh, I want to get to the Monday Night Football game here as coach. So the last cheers and jeers we'll do here is Dallas Cowboys because they had it, they had them on the ropes. The Packers are not any good this year. They've been struggling. Uh, but Lambeau's a tough place to win when it gets to November. But the Cowboys were up two touchdowns. They let it all slip away, and the Packers win in overtime. Haunting for Mike McCarthy, I'm sure, going back to his old stomping grounds. <laughs> Listen, uh, the great Aaron Rodgers pulls one out, you know, along with his team. I used to say this about another Green Bay quarterback, Brett Favre. Yeah. You could put Brett, and I'm over-exaggerating, but I'm trying to make a point. You could put Brett with a high school team, and he'd have a chance against <laughs> an NFL team. I mean, you know, I mean, that's how good some of these quarterbacks are. So just because the Green Bay Packers, they're, they're a poor team, right, up until <laughs> this past ball game. Totally. Poor team. But they have a hell of a quarterback. And it, and he's looked ugly for a he couple. Has. You've got to have guys that surround you. And then once in a while, on occasion, he can pull one out with a lesser team and beat a hell of a team, which I think they did. I think the Dallas Cowboys are a pretty good football team. For sure. Aaron Rodgers just busted it right there. Nuwana Zowie, ESPN Radio, the Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty Mornowig, in studio with us. It's presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Keep your car sparkling clean all winter long. Also presented by Rome Student Housing. Wonderful housing option for your current or prospective student. They're just 10 minutes from the University of Montana campus. It's also presented by Front Street Pizza. They have pizza by the slice and pizza by the pie. Go check out Front Street Pizza right there on Front Street. Tons of high school stuff coming up tomorrow. If you miss anything in the Montana Football Hour or the Monday Afternoon Quarterback, you can always find it on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, uh, as well as the Nuanas Now podcast. We'll be back at it tomorrow with tons of high school stuff at 4 p.m. But a couple thoughts on the Monday Night Football game as we wind down here uh, on our Monday. Sportsbet Montana has the line at Eagles minus 11.5. I know Philly's been rolling. They're 9-0 and the Washington Commanders have been up and down, but I actually think that the Commanders sitting there at 500 has been better than I thought they were going to be, and uh, they're pretty good on defense, too. This line is pretty steep, Coach. Yes. The Commanders, that feels funny to say, by the way. It, it feels weird. The Washington Commanders, they do have a good defense. They're great defense. Ron Rivera is a defensive type of guy That's right. as a head coach. He does a good job on defense. right? Okay, but here's the here's why the line's up. Uh, it's in Philly, Yep. right? The Eagles' defense is very good as well. well so how much success can the Washington Commanders' offense have tonight? And that's going to equal some points, I suspect, for the Eagles. Uh, so I, 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 I looked at it, and I was surprised because it's double digits. Double digits is a lot. Any team against any team, it doesn't matter where you're playing in the NFL. That's For a sure. lot of points. For sure. But I'm going, okay, Washington probably, likely will not have much success on offense. So what does that equal? Better field position. You know, all those little things add up. The hidden yardage and all of a sudden the Eagles get an extra touchdown or two because of all of those little things. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks at a variety of your favorite establishments across the state of Montana. Go to Sportsbet Montana's website, click on locations, and you'll find where there are kiosks everywhere. Also, go download that Sportsbet Montana app. Appreciate Sportsbet Montana for their continued support of us here uh, on Nuanas. Now, just a couple minutes left, Coach. I saved it for the end. What is your best rivalry game memory from your time as a quarterback for the Grizzlies some 40 years ago? Oh, that's when we kicked their bleep in 1982 at Dorn Blazers Stadium. And I got smacked 
with a little whiskey and coke That's right. from I the stands. And I knew there was whiskey in it because I smelled like Tennessee Jack Daniels whiskey the rest of the game. And I kind of liked it. Uh, but we thumped them up. The one part of the story I usually don't tell in public is I damaged my shoulder up pretty good. But I think I threw for like four touchdowns in like two quarters and a half in the middle of the third quarter. And I got my shoulder popped pretty good. And Miss a game or two after that, but they were the right games. We won the games we had to win. And so, you know, just shoot it up if, if it was a big game and rock and roll and see if I could finish the game, you know. So, uh, and our defense stood up that ball game. I think it ended up, what was it, 42 to 10 or 44, 14, something like that. It was just damaging to those people on the east side of the mountains. Certainly a stage center for what then would become for the uh Reascension of the Grizzlies to the top of the Big Sky Cowards. Big one in Bozeman on Saturday. We will have all sorts of coverage for you leading up to that, plus all the various high school state championships from across the state of Montana. Marty Mornaweg, longtime NFL coach. You can find him on the color commentary of the statewide broadcast uh, on the MTN Network upcoming. Thanks for being here, Coach. This was fun. The brawl of the wild. You can only say it two ways. The Grizz Cat game or the Brawl of the Wild. I love it. I just call it the fiercest rivalry in the West. That way I don't get in any trouble. Be a fun show for you uh, this upcoming week. We have all sorts of fun guests for you tomorrow. Heavy high school angle, Kyle Mahelish, the head coach of the Helena Capital Bruins, will join us. Levi Weshi, the head coach of the Bozeman High School uh, Hawks. They play for the AA State Championship. And we'll keep on giving you all there is to know about the Bobcat Grizzly Showdown in Bozeman. Thanks for being here with us. And we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delans of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 Montana Advocates. Dot com. 